Welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, teen culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. This episode is near and dear to my heart, not only because do I think this guy is one of the coolest guys that I have met in my journey thus far, but he has so many incredible applicable tips that I think we can all learn from. So let me introduce to you, Mr. Jay Murray. He is a lifestyle coach who inspires others to develop self-worth through leadership applications that enable people to live in purpose. Also, he's the owner and founder of Happyhood Incorporated, a purpose-driven lifestyle brand committed to creating and promoting holistic products and services for the betterment of humanity. Jay, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Julie, it's a pleasure. Very kind, kind words. And it's a pleasure to hang out with you and your listeners. Well, I am so happy to have you. Okay, first of all, everything that you have to share, I know is incredible. So I just want to know, where did all this incredible come from? What is the root part of why you decided to step into the space that you're in? Yeah, definitely. definitely. So I, I'll try to keep it short, but I, I will say this. It came from brokenness. Yeah. It came from an area or a period in my life where I was questioning a lot of different things. And what I do is very rooted in my spirituality and my relationship with God. And I came to pretty much, I guess you can say a wall. <laughs> in my life to where I wasn't pleased with who I was and who I, who I was becoming. And it was during those times where knowing now that I was really going through a healing process, because many times we go through a healing process, we have to go through our brokenness. And what I was going through is a withdrawal, or in this case, you can think of a release of a lot of different values and a lot of different teachings. Um, and I was releasing, I was becoming empty for God to refill me again. So the purpose-driven lifestyle and happyhood, first happyhood is an acronym for health, honoring our mind, body, and spirit, agape, demonstrating God's love to the world, power, continuous self-learning, and institute fostering a community-based economy. So at that time, God really put in my heart to begin a mission-driven company that will value areas of health, Agape Power Institute, but could really speak to individuals about their why and how we all can develop self-worth. And through my passion around leadership, you know, use leadership as a driver to en enable us to really do that, to live in our purpose. So it was really birthed from a brokenness that I was going through, but it was a much needed brokenness for me to unlearn a lot of things that I have gathered up to that point 
to now to where I was able to really ask the right questions in which to, to your listeners, there's nothing wrong. Never think about or never feel that just because you're asking questions, especially around your spirituality, never feel bad that you're asking questions because those first beginning questions will help you to now formulate and really think about a better question, right? To where I was asking surface level questions and now I was able to go deeper into it. So, you know, it, it really just kind of sprung from a brokenness and just a moment in my life to where I look back now, I was becoming empty and really going through a release of all these inner things so God can refill me mm-hmm. with really a calling. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's totally. you, You're not alone. I mean, there's mm-hmm. I, the conversations that I can recall right now uh, with people in my space. Uh, we, we've had discussion similar to this. I love, yeah. I love your sharing that. And I love that it grew you to where you are now making a difference. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit more about the leadership application pieces of what you get to share and do now. Yeah, totally, totally. So I've been a leader, if I think about just from times of high school to college to, you know, corporate setting, I have been in leadership roles for over 25 years. My mom and dad, which they're retired now, they were pastors. So pretty much being a PK, preacher's kid, um, I saw their leadership style early on. And my father, he gave me my first leadership book, which was John C. Maxwell, Mm. 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Yes. Right. Totally. One of those staples. And from from there, I, I just really allowed my passion to really blossom into this now where I think about leadership from the perspective of leadership is not a title, but a choice. Yeah. And each day we are choosing leadership. We are choosing to communicate effectively. We are choosing to be authentic. We are choosing transparency. So what I do through my podcast, I have segments in which a series I'm um, currently now is available is Monday morning leadership huddle. So this is where each Monday I will provide leadership tips and tools to drive your leadership purpose. Because I believe leadership is a calling just as a choice. It, it is truly a calling. And one thing that I really want to do as a lifestyle coach is provide individuals with very practical steps, practical steps of how do you manage change? How do you lead yourself, you know? And how can we make it very practical to where you can apply it? You can apply it in a corporate setting. You can apply it in, as a husband, as a wife. You can apply it as a parent. So it was really birthed from my, my parents. But as I see now and have grown into my, my calling, my job now is to use different leadership applications to really help individuals 
not only think about it from a level of authority, but mm -hmm. really think about it from how you're choosing, you know, what are you choosing today? What is your intentionality? What is your purpose that you're, you're really going after and how you can do that in a very effective way that leaves a lasting impact on others, as well as helps you to continue to drive your, your calling. That's so good. Okay. Give us your favorite leadership application that helps create that purpose. Yeah, totally. Totally. So I think one of the biggest ones that I use is people may know it as the five whys as well as the seven whys. So when I'm meeting with, with people and coaching and mentoring, one thing I really want to first ensure that we understand what is your why? What is your why? Because your why is going to help you and really to inform you on one, how do I stay motivated mm. and anchored? Okay. Two, what are the necessary boundaries that I need to put up? Right. And when you think about it from another level is what is going to be my level of commitment? So let's first start with the anchoring. Many of us, and again, and I'm just put, putting this out there, especially entrepreneurs, servant leaders, those that are really living in, in, in their purpose, many times we are drifting, you know, and it's not until we really become anchored in our why that we become very stationary and we become very planted in the things that we're doing. We all can probably think about a person or maybe we were even that person that every year is something new. Sure. One year you are studying to be an astronaut. Another year you are looking to go in real estate, mm. right? And it's just, we all have encountered or we have seen those individuals or we have been those individuals ourselves. So your why has to be your anchor. When I think about my why as a lifestyle coach, it is to inspire others to develop self-worth through leadership applications. So that right there helps me to set my attention, help me to set my goal, help me to set my focus on what needs to be done, okay? From your, your why, you think about your boundaries. There's many of us that simply because we don't have boundaries up, we are everything to everyone. And the reality is I cannot be everything to That's everyone. Right. That's right. I yeah. I can't, right? So and if you're not having boundaries, when you think about when you are moving, when you're moving in, in a direction, we can use the nautical theme of, of the boat again. If you're not anchored and if you're not knowing what areas that you need to be in, you could be in a different area that can cause you now to go right. through storms because that wasn't on, on your compass. That wasn't on your navigation you system. Float away. I mean, exactly. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so the boundaries are critical because it helps when you have a why it's going to help you to inform, okay, what type of boundaries I need to have? 
What type of balance do I need to have? And then thirdly, committed. You know, committed is my word for the year. And if there's one thing that I can, you know, really suggest to your listeners is to have a word for the year. It yes. does wonders. I recommend that too. Yes. I mean, let's do it. Yes. Let's. It, it does. It does wonders because my word for the year was committed. And, and, and it's, it's really good because it is around this time of year that it really starts to sink in yeah. and you start to really think about it very subconsciously because as you go through or as you really drive your purpose and live in purpose, you have to understand what are you going to be committed to? Because many of us, the reason why we are so busy, in which I hate the B word, I'd rather be effective, okay? We're not, I, you know, people ask me how, how I'm doing. Sometimes I hate to use the word, man, I've just been busy. I know. You know? We want to be effective. But the yeah. reason why we're busy is because we have become, we have overcommitted ourselves. Great. Oh, gosh. You're, you're, you're speaking straight to that. Yeah, we, we have overcommitted ourselves, right? And and, and if we if we don't know, like the thing that really stuck with me with with committed is that I have to understand what I'm going to be committed to and what I'm not. Because mm -hmm. one thing your commitment is going to do is going to help you to really have that extreme focus. Extreme focus to really drive your, your purpose. And many of us. We lack focus, therefore we lack the ability to really drive our purpose, to really live in our purpose, because we become committed to so many different things. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Well, and you, you talk about developing self-worth. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I love, I love the strategy of your why and your anchor. I am, that is such a passion point for me. Mm -hmm. I love you're saying those things. I love that you, you, you highlight, stay motivated, set boundaries and, mm -hmm. and find focus, like committed, like your focus this year. Yeah. But I find that with some, even some of my coaching clients, your why can still be less than it could be because you're holding back in the arena of self-worth. You're struggling in the space of self-worth. So what, what are your words of wisdom, since that's one of your expertise spaces, for somebody who might be struggling in that space? Yeah, it's a, it's a great, so I, I guess I think about it in a couple ways. So I think about it from the perspective of understanding of who I am, whose I am, Okay. And what I am becoming. Beautiful. Okay? So those three things helps me to stay grounded and understand my self-worth. Okay. Who I am, what I'm becoming and whose I am, you know, and for those that are struggling in that self-worth, first of all, I think admitting and accepting that I'm struggling, which is totally okay. One thing through my area or my when I was going through my transformation, 
the biggest, I guess you can say, really took the burden off of me. And when I was really now ready to release these things mm -hmm. is when I was able to come to a mindset of accepting that I am broken. Okay. Because that is so powerful. Because now you are shifting. We're going through a paradigm shift from a posture of denial, a posture of being in defense, a posture of masking, to now a posture of transparency, authenticity, yeah. to where you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm struggling. I'm I'm still I'm working things out. Because here's the reality. I, I mean, and family. I am not that person to say, hey, I am always on my why. I am always living in my purpose. No, that's no, because it's going to be days where, you know, what? I just don't, I'm not, I don't feel it. Something has, has caused my mind to not be in that, that type of space. I may be going through some mental, emotional, spiritual challenges. And it, it is during those times where we shouldn't neglect that. And we shouldn't try to cover that up. And we shouldn't shame others. And I'm speaking to coaches where we can do this. We may can do this very subconsciously. We may, may not realize where, oh, you're not in your purpose or, you know, go do my 30-day challenge. <laughs> you know, no, like that's, that's not, not it because being in those storms serves a purpose. Ooh, that's good. It serves a purpose. Okay. Just like now where we have, I'm in North Carolina, we have received tons and tons of rain. Yeah. But that rain serves a purpose. It serves a purpose to replenish our lakes and our rivers. Sure. You know, to water our trees, you know, to provide now new growth. Because yeah. one thing that I'm I'm starting to understand, and this is where again I'm, this this theory that I'm now ex exploring is managing your calling. Okay, how to manage your calling? Because different seasons we need to recognize the season that we're in, because many of us we are in seasons of planting when we're thinking mm -hmm. that we're in seasons of harvesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. So, so when, when you think about that from, from the perspective of your self, self worth, yeah, you may be a season where God and, and the way my belief works, my relation, God may be dealing with you in some areas. Sure. And, and you, you may, may be going through a pruning process, right? To where there may be friends that you now begin to distance yourself with. Because everyone is not going to be on your type of drive. Everyone is not going to have that same type of vision, you know, because it is your vision is what God wow. has given you. And then, of course, seasons, like because yes, people move in and out with the seasons. Yes. Where they are. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Not people, not only people, but opportunities and where you are in life and what you can say yes to. And exactly. Yeah. What you can explore and yeah, all the things. Yeah. And what you can say no to. Uh, well, amen. 
<laughs> you know. We did talk about boundaries just a little bit. Yes. And it's it's okay to say, you know what? No, I can't do it. Yeah. It is okay. Yeah. You know, because we can't we can't be everything to everybody. And that's that's something I'm learning with my word of of uh committed. And again, to all the all the listeners, it is so powerful because you talking about setting boundaries when you have that 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 word for the year, it starts to really set things in motion. You start to see things from all these different aspects. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hmm, yeah, I can't be everything to everybody. Oh, I need to stop overcommitting. Sure. Yeah. You know, and it's okay to say, no. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And I, I talk about your legacy lens. Mm-hmm. You know, the power of what you say yes and no to linking to how you want to be seen and known and remember mm-hmm. legacy, which is so similar to what you talk about with your anchor. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of the same mentality of it's okay to say no if it doesn't fit your why. It's okay yes. if, if it doesn't fit your season. And I even mentioned that decision making. Mm-hmm. Like when you having a why, when you anchoring in your why, especially around your, yourself, like developing self-worth, you know, many, many times that's going to factor in how you're, cons- what you're consuming and what you're surrounding yourself with, right? Because it's, it's like a, it's almost like a garden and making sure that you're planted in the right garden and mm-hmm. you're not planted with, if you are a, I grew squash and I can't remember the type of plant squash, but I grew squash with another plant that, that was a vine and that vine really choked out my squash. And those things where I had to really give them their own area in order for them to grow, you know, and that's, that's one thing I'll, I'll say this too, because you may have listeners say, well, yeah, you say the why thing. And that's, that's almost like, Find your passion and all this other stuff. And one thing I think, just like we're talking about seasons and we're talking about growth, your why and your passion will evolve. Amen. To say that you have the same why three Mm -hmm. or four years ago Mm -hmm. and it hasn't came to another elevation, you know, my 2.0 why, you know, where you get really more, you know, narrow into, okay, here's what I'm doing. And it hasn't evolved then I will question if you really have been very intentional around Mm. your why. I I, I would start to question that. It's so good. Well, and I love, I love your little example. I I like to have a little garden. My mom has a really great garden. Okay. Um, So, you know, we, we like to grow our own squash. I have a little herb area. I like to pick up that kind of, I'm with you. Okay. So that resonates with me. Yeah. And, and I love that you said, I mean, if you don't give it the space it needs, it's going to choke it out. Not only that, but you plant your cucumbers too close to your squash. So you mm. also have to think through who are you surrounding yourself with? Because it could make you morph. And is, yeah. that, is that what you want to morph into? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, good, then great, bad, then reconsider. I think yeah. that's, a, that's a great analogy. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. You've said so many great things. If I'm looking at what the top three biggest takeaways, you talk so many personal development, self-worth, leadership pieces, 
What three takeaways do you hope that we have from this episode today? I think the first one is really developing your why because of the ability to, as we say, able to be anchored Mm. and being anchored and being stationary. Think of it as another ability to make decisions, to make effective decisions, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I would say having a why helps you to have boundaries, boundaries. Everyone needs boundaries and you need to be committed to your boundaries. And if those, I want to say those friends, loved ones, family, are not respecting your boundaries, then there's an opportunity to have a conversation. Which is a whole nother episode. I know, a whole nother <laughs> episode. Yeah. A whole uh-huh. nother episode. I, I, I believe we are responsible for our happiness. Mm. I, I believe that. So I believe protecting your happiness, protecting your peace, protecting God's peace, you have to have boundaries. And I, I'll just kind of leave you with, not leave you with this, but to kind of expound on it just a little bit further. I, again, I make no ifs, ands, or buts about my relationship with God. And it was reading Ephesians 4, where Paul talks about prayer and petition and with thanksgiving and the peace of God would transcend all your understanding with guard your heart and will guard your minds. Ladies and gentlemen, that is boundaries. Mm-hmm. That is boundaries. Paul further along, he further says, Think on things that are noble, admirable. Think of things that are beautiful, loving. So when you think about how I can protect my boundaries, protect my peace, you have to think about, well, what am I consuming? Yeah. What am I consuming? So your boundaries play a critical role in this. And then lastly, I, I, I would say, as I mentioned, we talked about your anchor, your boundaries, and your committed. Like really think about what are you being committed to? Because your why, having a why is going to help you with your commitment. And it's like, you think about your commitment as an extension of your boundaries, but really understand what you're going to be committed to in order to drive your focus. Because it takes focus to go after the things that you have aspirations. It's good. Good for every leader to hear. Yeah, All right, give totally. a challenge. What's our challenge for the week, Jay? Well, I, I would say your challenge for the week is to meditate. To meditate and reflect. I think one thing when people say, well, I don't really know how to reflect. Okay, here's one thing you can do. So I want to challenge you at the end of the week is to reflect. I want you to think about three things that went well and three things that didn't go so well this week. That's good. I want to challenge you to do that, to have a moment to think and reflect. Hey, what are three things that went well this week? What are three things that didn't go so well? And just think about those things. That's good. Think about it. It can be about your business. It can be about your relationships. It can be about 
Did you eat? You know, it can be, yeah. you know, the topic can be endless, but think, think about three things that went well, three things that didn't go so well. That's perfect. I love that challenge. Yeah. I love we're celebrating successes as well as looking for growth opportunity. Oh, you have to, you have to we, there. Yes. Yeah. You, you can't stay in the same stagnation. You can't, you can't have that. You have to grow. And growing sometimes can be painful. I amen. Literally, I have a whole a whole thing on that when I give my my signature keynote because of mm -hmm. the pain. Just, there's no way around it. Yeah. Okay. I love to end every incredible segment with your favorite quote. So what is it? Hit us with your favorite quote. So my favorite quote is from Ananise N. She was a famous writer in the early 1900s. So she was really instrumental in a lot of the women's movement. So she says this, and the day came when it was more risky to, to stay tight as a bud than to blossom. I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. And the day came when it was more risky to stay tight as a bud than to blossom. When you think about that, it's yeah. growth can be hard, but at, it's, it's going to come a day because of your hesitation, because of what you may have experienced, because of even trauma. Yeah. It's going to come a day where it's going to become more risky to stay tight as a bud than it is to blossom. Those are beautiful words. That's so good. You've dropped us with so many golden nuggets today. Hey, well, been, I, go ahead, what? It's been my pleasure. I, this has been very enjoyable. So well, I, it's been good. So You're amazing. And I, I know everyone's going to find so much value in this. So when you are looking for more of Jay, he has his own podcast which is Happy Hood, and he does his leadership huddle. So find him on yeah. social media. The links are going to be in the show notes and give him a follow so that he can keep dropping these golden nuggets of wisdom on you. All right, Jay, yeah. thank you so much. Thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review wherever you're listening right now. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast. They don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. All right, I'll see you next week.